What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Aussie and Fancy Show. Yet again, we are here with a slightly light version of our show, but we're enjoying it. Hope yes. you're enjoying it. We like doing the recaps, and we don't really feel like doing an hour-long show. We've so. had a good good bit of feedback wanting to keep the recaps, so we're, we're going to keep doing that. So recap, forward. we will. Let's recap Beijing while we're at it. Yes. I... Wiley... Yeah. ...was phenomenal, pulled out the submission... All three Chinese ladies were gangsters. After, yes, after just beating Jag to a halt. Yeah, those elbows God. from the bottom was savage. The, the sound of them was like, <laughs> God damn it, lady. Have you ever taken, like, have you ever taken a hammer to a raw steak? No. No? You should. It's fun. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Um... Did you see? <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that one alone. Okay. Um, did you see? She Someone's for sure gonna say something about Laura beats her me. <laughs> Daily. Um, did you see? She put up a video uh, after the fight of her with like a medicine ball in her legs, like she was like in guard, like the medicine ball was ahead of someone oh, in her guard, and she was just like going Ooh. to town. I'm like, shit, they fucking practiced that. They did. They did. She looked really good. I, I think she's got a very big future. Yeah. The Ream is uh, back. I was so. I've never like I, I never I, I've never been uh, negative toward Alistair, I, but I've never been like, oh my god, Alistair over Ream. Yes, I one hundred percent am with you on that, yeah. and I also did not like him because I was there at UFC two hundred nine when he knocked Mark Hunt oh, out, yeah. and I almost cried in the stands. I remember that. Almost. Because when a girl has makeup on, she doesn't cry. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Big girls don't cry. And she's a big girl. <laughs> but he... <laughs> he looked renewed. It was he a looked... well-needed win for him. Yeah. Admittedly, not a lot of experience on his opponent part, but no, you know but what? Take the wins it's a when you can fight. take the it's wins. It's a fist fight. And what I liked about that fight is that for someone who has, as we said before, like 70 fights... He now has... 32 first round yeah. KOs. Yeah, he looked, I'm not going to say that like he had evolved because I don't really know if there's much evolution that you can have at that stage. He looked refreshed. Yeah. He looked like he was moving around a lot more, yeah. engaging more. He I don't looked know, he like just, he was having physically, fun. Physically he looked good. To, yes. Like, like he, he just was looked having fun. like he was having fun and he looked like he was in really great shape and I'm he excited to see him next. again. Yeah. I think it's the new camp. He was training at yeah. Elevation. They must have really been a, a nice, fresh change of scenery for yeah. him. Sometimes that can be a big deal. And then, hmm, that did not last long. I have so many thoughts about the Curtis Blades, uh, Francis and Ganu fight. Firstly, I'm really upset that Curtis lost. Oh, no. I really, like, and you know what? I honestly believe that he has the potential to be the champ one day, and I think this is just a, this is just a roadblock on his path, yeah. and he will come back even better. And, like, I mean, like, you see all the talk about, you know, Francis, I'm back, all this kind of stuff, but, like, really... You didn't show that you improved any of the issues that were there for the uh, for the Miocic and the uh, Lewis. Was, the thing that comes to my mind is big balls, <laughs> hot balls. Hot balls. It's fine. People um, know who you mean when you say hot balls. Because of Overeem put up that tweet about yeah, let's go hot, hot balls. balls. <laughs> I I agree. There are still like, a lot of so many questions. Like, questions. like he didn't actually show anything. So here's what I feel about this fight. I, exactly like you, I feel like just a bump in the road for Curtis Blades. I still feel like he has what it takes 
to be at the top of this division. And I think while it may set him back, uh, you know, a, a, a year or so to get back in title contention, I think he can do that, and yeah. I think he can learn and, and grow. And he's still so young. He's you know he's he's a guy who you do see evolutions from every time he steps inside yeah. the cage. I think it was more important for Francis Ngannou to come out there and get a win. And while you're right, it didn't answer a lot of questions. It was nice to see him back in, in the old win. fashion, yeah. like what he's what we're used to seeing from him. But but is that like I don't I don't know. I just feel like like would he go out and do the same thing against Miocic or DC, you know, against those, like, I'm talking, like, top, yeah. top guys. I was happy to see that he was, from from the opening bell, you can tell he was looking to engage. Yeah. He, you know, he wasn't, there There didn't seem to be as any hesitation, yeah. any of that. Baby steps. Baby. <laughs> baby steps. Literally. <laughs> his steps are you not gotta, baby You got him in the freezer no. a little bit, huh? I don't know. I'm just not... Like, like I was born. You're not like, oh, he's back. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was, you know, I was bought in on the Ngannou train. Yeah. And then... And the train fell over and crushed you. Yes. <laughs> You're not happy about it. So I <laughs> am a little hesitant to get back on the train since it's already crashed before. There's some yeah. technical difficulties. <laughs> so... That's fair enough. That's fair enough. But it was a great card. It was a great card. It was uh, a really great card. Lee Jingliang... Put on a great performance for the hometown. Can I just the, say? The UFC Performance Institute's going to China, which incredible. is phenomenal. It looks amazing. They should they should put one here in the Midwest. <laughs> he, Li Jingliang <laughs> winning by sidekick. That's badass. Yeah. That is badass. You don't see that very often. No. I'm not really entirely sure why <coughs> you don't see more traditional karate sidekicks if someone has thoughts on that. I don't know if it's because they're yep. worried about catching the kick, I guess, if you're fighting a wrestler. But it's such a powerful kick. And as you can tell, when you aim, it can be fight ending. That looked that made me want to throw up watching that. But yeah, it was also one of the crack of fucking dawn. Yeah, I woke up at like 6.45 to Alistair Overeem hammer fisting the fucking life out of someone. I was like, oh my god! Yeah, I I don't know. I for some reason thought it was gonna be mid-morning. Me too! I woke up at 4 a.m. that day packed my kid and my husband up and we're like schlepping through an airport and then we're transferring into Chicago. And I'm like, oh, okay, what time do I think these fights start? And right as I click on my on my Fight Pass app, it's over. <laughs> it, it was like them showing the replays of Blades getting knocked out. I was so mad. So it completely ruined everything. But I went back and watched it all. It's still good. Anyway. Moving on. We have UFC Adelaide. We decided to skip over the ultimate fighter uh for no particular reason for no particular reason <laughs> just because we're short on time and i really feel like the three these three amigos are like what everyone is waiting to see yeah. and i think it's so I, cool that it's like one two three well, i really think it's so amazing to watch that these guys have fought under mark hunt for so yeah. long and it's the changing of the guard yeah and it's Mark Hunt's retirement fight, and as you all know, well, if you know me, I am a huge Mark yeah. Hunt fan, so... Do you think he's going to retire? Well, this, I don't is, know. this is his last fight on, on his, his contract. contract, and I don't know if he'll retire, or... He, I'm sure Risen would love him. He's always been big in Japan. And I, I thought for sure, because of the issues he's had, obviously, um, with the UFC, that he would not even play 
any thought toward staying at the university, but he put out something, and I'm trying to remember where I saw it, I don't know if it was a tweet, or I'll, I'll try to look up what outlet it was, where he kind of was like, I'm not entirely counting out staying at the UFC. Oh, damn. Which I found surprising, but basically, he, his, his basic point was, I don't want to be in this contentious relationship with the UFC, yeah. it just kind of is what it is, but it's like, it's like when you're fighting with um, a family member, you don't really want to be fighting with a family member, you don't really hate that family member, you don't like what you're fighting but, about. But you're a little bit salty. But you're a little bit too. salty at them, for sure. They need to have a bit of the cold shoulder Interestingly, until they come back and apologize. To see if that saltiness, if he moves on, if he I stays, know. if he retires. A lot of He's being very vocal about his thoughts I know. on I know. That's but, why I was so surprised by that statement. It's like, where's this coming from? <laughs> Mark. He's, he's all over the place. Yes. It's fine. We have, so we're only going to, we're going to cover the, the last three fights. UFC Adelaide. We're starting with the light heavyweight. I feel like a lot of these fights could be like changing of the guard. There's like the new up-and-comers versus, versus guys who have been fighting since 2002, 2004, yeah. and what was it, 2006 respectively. Yeah, and the other people have uh, the most. Tyson Pedro has five UFC fights, <laughs> and the other two have three UFC fights. It is literally, you could not get a bigger... UFC specific experience gap yeah. in these three fights. It's crazy. So we have Tyson Pedro uh, versus Mauricio Shogun Hua. Pride vet, you know, everyone knows who Shogun is. He has been a pillar of UFC knockout highlight reels forever. Like he's got 20 KOs out of his 21 finishes. Who has he not fought? There's no one. No one! <laughs> He's coming off a, a loss to Anthony Smith. Uh, he... I feel like the question you have to ask here is like, is he kind of coming to the end of his career? Like, he hasn't really... Like, for example, a lot of people... If he'd have gone and knocked out Smith out, he would have been like, oh, yeah, you know, that's the Shogun of old. But then, like, Smith beat him, and we were just like, oh, he's, you know, a shadow of his former self, all that kind of bullshit. Like, you have to really think, like, where... I feel like this fight is really important for him because, like, where does he stand going forward? This, to me, this to me is... I mean, the Anthony Smith fight was pivotal. It happened yeah. the way it did. This, to me, because of the Anthony Smith fight, is truly pivotal. In my humble opinion, yeah. this is this is kind of the defining fight. What happens yeah. here? Whether you uh, continue, I'm not saying you force him into retirement, but I think it's a, a it's a trajectory changer. Right? Well, I think it's amazing because like before he fought Anthony, he was ranked like sixth. Mm -hmm. He lost. Uh, I think he won, and then he lost one against Anthony, and is now ranked thirteenth. Yeah. Like he dropped significantly in the rankings, and this is a really big part fight for. Tyson Pedro, huge. Like this is a, like this is a big step up. I think this is a very good matchup for him. Uh, he has phenomenal striking, very accurate. He's patient. Um, he has a developing wrestling game, as we've seen against like Ilya Latifi. Um, he does struggle with the technical get-ups, and he kind of tries to go the more explosive route, which is tiring. And <laughs> someone like Ilya Latifi, who yeah. can go fifteen minutes, no problem. Um, both of these guys are finishers. Um, Pedro has a very underrated, like he's very underrated submission game. He's a phenomenal. He almost Kimura? got he almost got uh, OSP. 
He did almost he made like, a mistake. Yeah. It happens and he's identified that. That's the thing. That's the thing about that OSP <sighs> fight. You if you just look at a record, you say, Oh, he lost to OSP. So you put him in the category of, oh, yeah. he's losing to top um, level guys. Top level guys. He can't break into that top five. That's not really fair, because he was piecing OSP up. And he made He almost had him in that standing guillotine. He almost had and he almost didn't he didn't you knock him down yep. early in the fight too? So he almost finished him on the feet. He almost had the standing guillotine. If just, he'd been a little bit taller, I feel like he would have gotten the yes. standing guillotine. And I think he just made a made a small error. mistake. And that that's all it, you need with OSP. He's that's all so you dangerous. need with Hua too, unfortunately, because it goes back to the experience. I think Tyson Pedro is the better athlete. Yep. He's got the momentum. He's at home. He's got all these factors. He's a phenomenal grappler. The only problem I see is Pedro does get a little bit aggressive and pressures too much when he smells blood. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where you cannot do that against Hua because he has that fight changing power. Yeah. Still. Still, yes. Um, the only question on Hua's part is like, is he a little chinny? Mm. Like, is his chin what it was back then? Like, he's been fighting for. Since 2002, that's a ridiculous amount of time. Yep. Like, and he's been fighting the best of the best. So, and to be you know, coming off of a knockout. Yes, he's you know he's either got something to prove or he's or, going to be a little bit tentative. Yeah, and I think I don't know. I think this fight really could go either way, but I'm going to go with, obviously going to go with Tyson Pedro <laughs> oh, on this one. Obviously, obviously, obviously. <laughs> Um, but yes. I'm really excited about this fight. I think this is a huge fight for Pedro. And I think it is a very big fight for Hua to really solidify his position that he is still strong. Mm -hmm. He is still, you know, one of the best in the world. Agree. And I think um, Hua, at least in the past, he didn't really get to put it to work against uh, Smith, but he uses a lot of kicks. And I feel like all three of those guys spending so much time at Tiger Muay Thai, I got to believe that Tyson's going to be ready to defend the kicks. Defend the kicks. <laughs> That's my, that's my hope. That's, did you know that he was named after Mike Tyson? Yes, I did. His dad named him after him. Yes, I thought, I did not realize that until I started researching this called. I'm kind of um, slightly obsessed with him, not going to lie. Tyson Pedro? Yes. His hair is amazing. He's I'm obsessed with his hair. I'm obsessed so with his cool. family's beautiful. Like, I, I just really, I like him as a person and as a fighter. And when you get the double person and fighter, I'm just You get like, the double oh, whammy. I'm all in. But fan of who as well. Yes. Okay. Moving on. Did they change the order of these? It should be Mark Hunt next. Okay. At one point, they had uh, Pedro as co-main. Really? Yeah. I don't know I if that's changed. I did not see that. Yes. Mark Hunt. Ya boy. Wait, that's Eric Anders. The Super Samoan. Your, your boy. Your boy versus Justin Willis. This is... This is a great fight for Mark because Justin Willis, I really don't think he can take him down. And I'm sick... You don't think so? Of Mark being taken down, being laid on for 15 fucking minutes. Or submitted rather quickly. No offense. It's my pen again. Um, you don't, Go you don't, on. You don't think. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Go on. Justin Willis has got some good wrestling. He doesn't kick a lot. He's got good boxing, very fast hands. The only So I give Hunt the power still. Willis does have power. He does, but I just and give, he I counters very fast. So yeah. this is this blows my mind that these heavyweights move like lightweights. I know. I'm like, you guys cut to make the 265 yeah. not an, pound Not limit. an ab among them, but no. they move like little squirrels. Little whippets. Little whippets. <laughs> little gazelles. 
Is there, <laughs> is is there an Australian animal that would be a better? Oh, I don't know. They look like koalas. They fight like kangaroos. Have you seen koalas fight? They're, are they, they're, are they're they vicious. Salty? They're pretty nasty. Yes. Oh. They will They will do some damage. Okay. Okay. I'll stay away. <laughs> but uh, Willis, he counters very well. The only problem is like... Does he does he have the power to counter successfully against Mark Hunt? Like it worked phenomenally against Chase Sherman. Yeah. It worked phenomenally against his other opponents. Mark Hunt has that he just has that islander chin, man. Oh. He has taken like some of the heaviest shots yeah. that I've ever seen. I and not gone down. I, I do think <laughs> <laughs> His chin, his chin has, has digressed a little bit with time, but not enough. But listen, you're talking about Mark Hunt chin versus everyone else's chin. So if even if it does this, we still have this nice, ginormous, he's got a ridiculous yeah. chin. The only thing I think is going to be super tough for, not the only thing, one of the things I think is going to be super tough for Justin Willis in this fight is Mark Hunt's kicks. I know. He kicks like say. a truck. And, he, and Willis doesn't really defend the kick. No, he doesn't. He's very lead leg heavy because yep. he's very boxing very orientated. Very boxing oriented. Um, and Orientated. <laughs> and uh, Mark Hunt, he not only goes to the leg, he goes to the calf. And seriously, oh, you calf. did not <laughs> you did not want to get one of Mark Hunt's leg kicks. Like that shit fucking hurts. One of Mark Hunt's leg kicks to the calf. <laughs> Will fucking wreck you. Uh, see, I went, I went key there for a second. And the thing is, though, like, despite their size, these guys are both so explosive. But I think, like, Hunt's timing is just mm. so hard to read. He's got that leaping left hook. He's got walk off knockout power. Um, he's explosive. He doesn't have a neck. Ex although, I can't read that choke. That's Alexio Lenick. He can choke anything. Exactly. And as we've seen, though, his downfall is. The wrestling mm -hmm. and his his urgency to get back up is not a lot, because he weighs a lot. So getting up is really hard. And Justin Willis trains at AKA. Yes, they but do, I hear they do a little bit of wrestling there. <laughs> but does he does he have can he take Mark Hunt shots power? I worry about not him. a lot of people can. I worry about him taking the, the kicks for, for whatever reason. I in know. my head, it's going to be come down to the kicks, but we shall see. Who are you picking? Of course, Mark I knew. <laughs> what? I knew. Is that even a question? Is that even a question? It's not a question. But yes, our main event. Mm. I am so I'm so excited for this fight. I'm so confused. Junior Dos Santos, Sagano. Yes. Versus Bam Bam, Tai Tuivasa. And they've been talking some shit. But then, this is the confusing part. But then part. they were besties at the, you were at the media stuff yesterday. Yes, I was so confused. It's like, are you friends? Are you enemies? What's going at on? At one point, confused. Ty's calling him a, a, a steroid-using Muppet, and Sagano's saying, you're a, a coward and a thug. <laughs> and then yesterday, here's, here's JDS cradling an adorable baby kangaroo. Here you and be, Ty. And Ty's like, oh, we just had a baby. <laughs> And they're just laughing with What's each happening? other. I'm like, you guys are just... I'm going to ask them about that. Because just Because odd. that's confusing. I okay. honestly think, like, Ty is just riling him up. Because 
Being around Ty in Chicago for UFC 225, he is legitimately one of the most funniest, oh. down-to-earth guys I've ever been around. He's and a big child. Yes! He's so I honestly child. think he's just taking the piss. In the best way. And just trying to get him riled up. Or just talking to talk. Oh, to say yeah. stuff, you know? Right. I, I think both of, I, th I actually think JDS might be for the first time. I don't know if he feels like he has to do that, but... I just, I don't know how much he really meant it because they looked like they really meant the picture. I know. And they spent all day together. And it was like, I felt like JDS kind of did that out of like, out of respect for the, heritage, ties, the yeah. heritage and the culture. And like, that's a, that's a good move. Yeah. How can you not like a guy with, anyway, that was what I was saying I was confused about. Well, we have... JDS. <laughs> JDS, like he is... He's fighting to take that O, that that zero losses away from Ty. So yeah. this is a this is a huge fight. This is a this is another step up. I really like how like Ty kind of started off slow with a few his mm -hmm. first few fights, then he went to Andre Olowski. Now he's going to JDS, and he's really kind of slowing, like he's slowly going up the ladder. All first round finishes. Uh, the only fight he hasn't finished was his Andrei Olowski fight, but I think that really proved a lot, not only to himself but to a lot of other people, that he can go the distance. Yeah. He's still powerful, as powerful in the third round in the first. Real talk, though. Do you feel like he won that fight unanimous? Like that fight seemed closer to me than a unanimous decision on paper would convey. I think his forward pressure is what sold it, and his output was higher. Yeah. And I think I think that is what won him the fight. And, like, particularly, look, in the first round, mm -hmm. like, Arlovsky tried to take him down yeah. and literally fell to his back, and yeah. yet Ty was in mount. Like, he, I feel like Arlovsky just made small mistakes mm -hmm. that lost him that fight. Yeah. It was definitely, like you said. I think oh, it was very close. It, proved, it proved a lot, and it, and it answered a lot. You know, I'm like, I'm gone to his fight that we just talked about. This answered a lot of questions. Yes, He's got it did. gas. He can weather adversity. But, again, JDS is a whole different animal. Totally. Uh, he's been at the top of the division for forever. I've been fighting since 2006. I hadn't even graduated school in 2006. <laughs> I was already out of college. Uh, she's, she looks younger than I do, let's be honest. Um... However, he has not finished a fight since 2013. He's only fought once a year. Like in 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017. And this is the first time since 2013 that he's fought more than once in a year. Yeah, and he's been like he's not alternating. Very, he hasn't been very active. And I Ty is being super active. And I feel like... Just that, even though he's had a very long career, the thing you need to be fighting consistently. Yeah. And he's not really fighting consistently for whatever reasons, but I think that really could be a detriment to JDS. I think especially too when you're when you're on the older end of things, it's harder to get the train moving, so to speak. Yeah. Like to get back into camp, get back into shape, get down choo, the weight. Choo. Choo, choo. Um, I do think though that man, I mean JDS. Talk about the experience difference between these two. It's ridiculous. And his... Between all of these Yes. Yeah. And his, his... JDS's boxing remains. I mean, you could say his chin is slipping a little bit, but his boxing remains some of the best in the division. His jab, his footwork. Yes. So good. He is phenomenal at the in and out. Yes. But just And this, this blows my mind for, for like, 
these guys who are heavyweights, they don't move like heavyweights. And it really speaks to the evolution of MMA, particularly in that division. Because mm -hmm. once upon a time, they would have just stood in the middle of the octagon Overhand. and just swung. <laughs> Whereas these guys, like, it's not about, it's not just about standing in the pocket and swinging anymore. There is, like, I love watching heavyweights because they have knockout power, but it's so amazing for me to, like, see how amazing they move mm -hmm. despite cutting when they have, to make two When they have gas, pounds. and everyone we're talking about here has shown that they have gas. Yes. JDS is the only question. I, I mean, obviously, people slow down in fights. That happens to everyone. I don't, there's very few people who don't, especially the upper weight classes. Yeah. So there is a little bit of a question because yes. Ty's never gone five rounds. JDS has been five rounds a gazillion times. But he hasn't been lately. I know. Agree. And that his fight against Blagoy Ivanov, while really good, and he employed the perfect, you know, out point, out style great. consistently. Yeah. And Ivanov was very hard to find. So yeah. it wasn't like the craziest, most exciting performance. But I feel like if he can get out of that first round, he, it's something he might be able to do against Ty if Ty gets tired. Yeah. But I think Ty is so dangerous in that first round because JDS's biggest weakness is back, is backing up. He gets knocked out yes. when he's backing up. Like he does very well if he has the momentum. And like, the range. He can, he's he, controlling he, he, the range. Yes. But as soon as like you look at the Miyachis fight, as soon as he doesn't get that momentum and he starts having to go on the back foot and countering, and just like, he just shuts, it, it just looks like he just shuts down. And you cannot do that against someone like Ty. No. And I really feel like Ty is going to come out strong and get him on the back foot early because he knows that as soon as, soon as he gets defensive in any way, mm -hmm. like there is no danger factor from JDS. Correct. Like Ty can literally just go to town, put tokens in the arcade. <laughs> I just hope, <laughs> I just hope, not hope. It will be interesting to see if... What JDS comes out. Yes, and if Ty does employ that and it doesn't quite go to plan, yeah. does he punch himself out? And then we've got, oh my gosh, four well, rounds I to think, go. I think what's amazing too is like, like Ty, despite only having 10 fights, is he fights like a veteran. He is very patient. He's very smart with his strike selection, his movement even though minimal, like, yes, he's going to slow down a little bit. He's, they're carrying around a lot of weight, but he doesn't slow down to the point that he mm -hmm. can't move his arms. Correct. He's still very dangerous. And I think despite only having 10 fights, he has had the experience of being Mark Hunt's training partner forever. True. Like that, that knowledge and that experience of fight of like sparring and, and having training that weight with one of the lay best on you of the against the cage. Yes. And like just the, the grind of that on the, yes. you're right. And admittedly, JDS also, tra he trains at ATT. Of course. He has a phenomenal camp there. They have an amazing team. Do, does Hunt have an official name to their, like, do they have an official name to their Camp, so to speak. I know they all go to Tiger Muay Thai to train. Yeah. I didn't know if they were like affiliated with no, I know, those Australian. I know Tyson uh, goes to. He's been Albuquerque. Yeah. Uh, Jackson Wink sometimes, and like I know, they're all out of Western Sydney. Uh huh. Um, so I think it is. Uh, what's his name? James Tahuna. Yes. Jim Beastings that they'll, okay. they'll go to when they train there. Sometimes yeah. I think. I know Tyson Pedro's been to Extreme Couture quote, too quote me a little that. bit. Kind of, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to throw a bunch of conversation. But, but uh, the one other point I wanted to make, too. Yes, go on. 
Yes, you do that. I'm intrigued. Um, the size difference. So while JDS has two inches in height uh, and length, Ty always comes in right around that heavyweight limit, and JDS does not. And it, again, blows my mind that come at the weight limit. <laughs> He's a big boy. He moves like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. Although, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be very interested to see what he weighs in it for this fight, because just in the videos I've seen of him and watching him train, he, to my eyes, he looks leaner than he has yes. before, doesn't he? His, I see body, his, face. his body is changing. Yeah. Like he's, I feel like he's putting on a lot of muscle. He's putting on strength and size. And he's, he's, in every fight, he's getting quicker and quicker. Yeah. So I don't know if that'll translate to weight, because maybe he's putting on muscle and he'll end up weighing the same. But his body does seem to be yeah. changing, like you said, from when I, when I was watching his early, early fights yeah. to the training videos I see now. 100%. It's a pretty big difference. There you go. I'm obviously going to go with Ty. I'm going to go down there. <laughs> yes. Go say hello to Do you have Laura any, if you're in Australia. Uh, Australian words I should know or terms or things I should or shouldn't do, like, I don't know, social faux pas. Not really. Just drink. We're pretty laid back. Drink. Be cool. Any slang I should know about? We don't. You don't have to say good day. It's not everyone says good day, guys. Yeah, don't like, so don't ask people, oh, can we put a shrimp on the barbie? Yeah, no. Yeah, that's Firstly, it's prawns. We call them prawns. <laughs> prawns. But it's beside the point. It's beside the point. I do feel like I need to work the word cough into some of my interviews. <laughs> You're really attacking the low cough kick. Just rant, like one word with an Australian accent, and they'll be like, eh? What? Yeah. But yes. UFC Adelaide short breakdown the power breakdown mm. next week we got UFC 231 we're going to so go we're going to go full one. main card breakdown on the big one yeah we'll go full tilt on that one uh, I'm going to go ham it's going to be a long flight that's all I can I can't stop thinking about that yes. I know three days later I'll be there yeah. I know that's what's crazy is like going there you literally miss an entire day it's but, such a weird concept. But coming to me. back, you literally fly for an entire day, and but you, you still get there the same day. But you don't even like miss an entire day. Like my, when I uh, my flight from Sydney to here, we left at like seven in the morning, on like a Tuesday, on like a Tuesday or Monday, mm -hmm. whatever it was, and we arrived at nine a.m. on that Sunday morning. So technically, my flight was only two hours. Isn't that crazy? Going to the time difference, it was horrible. Yeah, because I, I wanted to sleep. Oh, and the other thing to think about if you're betting these fights, um, these fights occur in Australia. You know what my call time is? 2 a.m. Yep. 2 a.m. is what a time I have to be already in makeup and ready to go. I don't yeah. think the fights start till like 6 a.m., but still. Yeah, that's an interesting, it's because of the time difference. That's an interesting wrench to throw into people's It's so schedules. It's so like the main card starts at 9 p.m. here. Yeah, and so weigh-ins are at Friday night. It's very strange. So if you're betting on someone missing weight, if someone has missed weight before, this would be a good time to think about them missing weight again because international travel plus weighing in yeah. at night, that's weird. They weigh, they weigh in the same at the same time. It's just... Uh, so they so what what happens is their weigh in isn't at uh, like it's the same nine to eleven on the no no because they do the unofficial. Well, nope, the official. They don't, they don't I'm do telling the, you. God damn it, Australia, get your shit together. The official the, weigh in. Do the morning weigh in. I have the schedule. I have the schedule. Do the, the official weigh ins, guys. are seven p.m. to nine p.m. on Friday because there's no ceremonial. 
So the official weigh-ins. So ceremonial. I'm sure they'll do like the face-offs. Like yeah, no, that's what they do. Is like they do the official is the window. You have can go yeah. in there, and then at nine they do the face-offs, and then I do my yeah. interviews. They, I guess. Night. I guess. I think what it is is Australia doesn't have the early weigh-ins. Or I think they're they might be basing it off because the fights are at such a weird time. No, they only like, want a certain window between when yeah. the fighter makes weight and when the they step into the octagon. For health reasons, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, it's all caddy wampus and should be interesting to see if it affects anybody. She's so American. <laughs> yes. Anyway, toodles.